0: Hey there, and thank you for joining me for another episode of YQG and Bloom. I'm your host, Tracy Martins. And today I'm going to be chatting with Laura Steiner, who is the owner and aromatherapist at Bespoke Aromatherapy, Mm -hmm. which is located in the New Earth Wellness Center. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited because I was lucky enough to go to one of Laura's workshops out at Terra Green Gardens, And that one was for, which one was that for? That was the mind? Right. So we were,
1: we're doing like a three part series. The first part was for the mind or emotions. So we blended a a personal diffuser for, you know, emotional support. And who doesn't
0: need that? And that was my very Mm -hmm. first foray into aromatherapy. So I know that you were an RN. How did you end up in your field now? Aromatherapy was actually something I came to first. Mm -hmm.
1: I first learned about it when I was 16 years old. I was gifted a massage um, by my very first boyfriend, (laughs) and they used they there was all these little cute bottles everywhere, and the whole place smelled like so amazing, and I was just asking them a million questions, and it was like. It just really captivated me. And I remember, you know, taking the Windsor Transit bus to downtown Windsor. And there used to be a place called the Tranquil Planet. I don't know if you remember. I do remember that. And I bought a a bottle of Sandalwood essential oil, which was like...
0: Everybody knew Sandalwood.
1: Yeah, it was like really expensive. Mm -hmm. I remember it being like over $30. And that was a big deal for like a teenager, right? And I bought one of those little terracotta rings you put on your light bulb. And I was just... Trying to like DIY it. My mom actually found me a really good book um, by Christine Wildwood, and it was all about massage and essential oils. And it was like, this is amazing. But as a teenager living in, you know, Windsor, Essex County, it was like completely unattainable. Yeah. I wouldn't have even known. I thought all aromatherapists came from England. Like, <laughs> I didn't know like even anything about it. So um, I became a massage therapist in hopes of incorporating the two. And I did do that for a while. I was um, trained uh, in Windsor to do Swedish massage Mm -hmm. and I was an RMT and, and I would incorporate, you know, different essential oils. A lot of people I saw, you know, they had pain and I was using, you know, rosemary and peppermint and things like that. Um, My massage career was like kind of short lived. I couldn't really like get a good clientele going. Mm -hmm. And, Ultimately, that led me to a career switch into nursing, um, more for like the stability. Yeah. And, but that was also something I felt very called to do um, since I was a little kid. And anyway, so that's how I got to that. But, you know, years and years go by, and, you know, I started a family and was so concentrating on like paying the bills and being a mom yeah. and aromatherapy, like, just completely fell by the wayside. Until one day my sister said, you know, oh my God, look at this thing. Look at this thing I got. And it was a kit, you know, from one of those
0: oh, direct marketing
1: different- companies that she, you know, got from a friend. And and I was just kind of like, oh my God, people want this now. I was so you were excited. Ahead of your time. I I was so, so excited to just even see them again and be like, oh my God, this is cool now. People want this now. <laughs> Like it was just amazing. So yeah. that just really like reignited the spark for me. And so um, in 2019, I found an online program and enrolled. And, you oh, know, wow. it was like sort of self-direction. You had two years to finish it. And so in 2020, I was done. And
0: Wow, yeah, a year. Nice. Mm-hmm. How long has Bespoke been around? So I actually started Bespoke in October
1: of 2021. Mm-hmm. So after I was training, and I, I basically just wanted to learn everything I could about every essential oil. Like mm-hmm. I was kind of like, I need to know how they work on like the most like basic chemical, like scientific level. Yeah. I was thinking with like a medical nurse brain. That's
0: a good thing. You don't want to not know that.
1: True. Yes. Yeah. And I, it was a lot more than I had bargained for, to be totally honest. Like once I started the the course and really diving into it, and especially the chemistry is like extremely intimidating and a lot more difficult and in depth than I had ever imagined. I needed a lot of help and... um yeah, it was it was
0: major. But I know I've I've seen a lot of uh, I hear a lot of people going to aromatherapists or they're using the essential oils and they're making their lip balms and their soaps and that. And it, I've always been completely intimidated by it. Going, I know I'm going to screw it up. I'm going to put too much in, or I'm mm-hmm. going to poison myself. Mm-hmm. Use the wrong thing. So I was really glad when I actually went to your workshop because i i learned a lot and with my later in life the epilepsy finding out that there are certain certain essential oils that can actually help calm the situation down Mm -hmm. and there's ones that i can't go near or else Mm -hmm. they can actually create issues so Mm -hmm. i think it's really important that we do have um people available that can help right and for the most part essential oils
1: they are safe but Mm -hmm. you you're correct in that you really have to be mindful that they're still they're from plants but they're Mm -hmm. still chemicals and they're very powerful when i was learning and going through the course material at that time i was struggling emotionally and mentally myself Mm -hmm. like with the nursing job and things were like very rough for you know many years and I was using the essential oils, you know. Any if I even saw if it if it described itself as being, you know, anti-anxiety or antidepressant or anything like that, like I was calming. just right all over it. And um, it was this one right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep opening it. Yeah. And I started out with. I mean, I had three different little personal diffusers at all times in my purse. Mm-hmm. You know, I had the one that was for like when I was like very anxious and then the one that was kind of like helping me be more mentally stimulated and then one that was just like a feel-good, citrusy, like happy blend. And, you know, the, the change that I could feel in my own body, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of made me realize like, I wanted to do this. I wanted to be an aromatherapist for myself and for my friends and family, but it, it was almost like too good not to share. Yeah. So I thought, you know, especially because of where I came from, coming from the nursing profession and knowing there's so many other people like me, I mean, nursing profession or or yeah. otherwise, that on a daily basis need like a little bit of support. And it's oh, just another PLC, yeah. another tool that you can use alongside with, you know, so many other techniques and
0: modalities, it's just, it's another tool that you can have to, to utilize. And I find it really does help from taking that workshop and making my own little blend and, Mm -hmm. and I pull it out quite often and just give it a little smell or I can even smell it from here. Mm -hmm. And I never realized how strong they are until I got one I have at home and it's a lemon. And until you just told me right before we started this podcast, when I got my frankincense, that I have to put a carrier oil. Yeah, especially if you were going to apply it to yourself, but then
1: lemon is one that there are precautions. It's, you know, if you put it on your skin and go out in the
0: sun, like, you
1: you know, there's all kinds of things. There's a lot to
0: know about it. And I grow vegetables and herbs. And I, I was thinking to myself, well, I'm growing lavender and I'm growing sage and all of these wonderful herbs. I can make essential oils. It's really hard. It's a, I can't even. I have tried doing it in the carrier oils, and so you could make an infused
1: it. oil with your herbs, yeah. but you couldn't unless you they had. Don't smell good. unless you had the equipment. Unfortunately, no, you can't make essential oils. You, you I was can, I was
0: trying to dry them yeah. out and throw <laughs> it in, and
1: you just, can get a uh, you know a still, but you need like I mean, depending on the size, like. Yeah. Some of the stills, they're enormous and they take like,
0: you know, tons and tons of plant material to, to create. Okay. So then that brings me to my next question is how are they made? Like, is it every part of the plant or just certain plants at certain parts of them? Correct. So, um, there'll be a specific part of, of the
1: plant. Mm-hmm. So for instance, like you said, lavender, they use the, the flowering stems, Um, something like vetiver is a root Um,
0: cedarwood they're actually using the wood in fact yeah I I do remember that from I'm going to pull up I I kept (laughs) my paperwork from the workshop there was the different I was there three or four different sections and one with seeds and flowers and Mm -hmm. roots and Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that there were so many different variations Mm -hmm. so they
1: can be either the plant material can be either put into um, a still and go through a process called steam distillation so basically um, water is beneath the plant material the steam rises it goes through a cooling Mm -hmm. process and then um You're left with like a a hydrophilic component or a water component and then the hydrophobic, which is the oil. They're not technically oil because they don't contain any fat, but they behave like oil because they don't incorporate with water. They're volatile. They're, you know, um, very active. So those two get separated and then one's your hydrolat or floral water, and then one's your essential oil. There are other methods of um, extraction. Mm-hmm. There's like a very expensive, sophisticated process called CO2 extraction for different um, plants or flowers that might be too delicate to be put into a still. There's something called efflorage where it's like incorporated into a fatty substance and then it's like separated that way. There's, I mean... And but this, steam
0: distillation is the most common. Well, and that explains why I, I'm not even sure how to say it. Like they're expensive. Essential oils are expensive mm-hmm. and probably the better ones are more expensive because they're making sure that they're doing the distillation Correct. properly. And also, you know,
1: if you take something delicate like rose petals, mm-hmm. um, you know, it I think I forget what we said at the workshop. Uh, Trace or sorry, Jody was helping me out, but it it's something like two tons of two tons yes. of rose petals will produce like an ounce of oil.
0: Yeah, it, and jasmine, crazy. like
1: jasmine flowers, they have to be picked at a certain time of day, and um, it's yep. especially the floral ones are are definitely the more more like precious. They call them for that reason that they're handled with such care. And then yes. The oil that's produced is expensive. So this, you know, if you were to be online and you see a bottle of rose oil for less than a hundred dollars, it's not rose yeah. oil, probably.
0: And actually, they probably all have to be picked in the morning. Cause I do know with vegetables, you have to pick your vegetables in the morning because if they've gone through the day and the sunlight, they're more dehydrated, so they're not going to be as juicy. So you want to make mm-hmm. sure that you have flowers and petals and stems that are really have all their moisture content in them. Mm -hmm. Let's get into more of the the personal blends. How do you go about helping somebody find their own personal blend? When I
1: want to do a consult with someone, so the whole basis of my business is bespoke, which means, you know, bespoke literally is defined as creating something to the specifications of an individual. Okay. And the reason that that's my philosophy is that I was finding for myself before I knew better, I was purchasing essential oils or blends intended for a certain purpose, but I didn't like how they smelled. So Mm -hmm. now they're not helping me and I'm wasting my money and they're getting thrown in a drawer or a box or something. So... When I'm blending for an individual, I'm taking into account basically their, their whole health, like general health history. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, it's important to know if someone has a, a pre-existing condition because essential oils are powerful and they can exacerbate things. Yeah. They can, you know. Uh, if somebody has a seizure disorder, if they've got a heart disorder, if they've if they're asthmatic, if they're you know anything that's uh, you're under the doctor's care of. Well,
0: and that that goes for anything prescription wise. If you <laughs> read it, it'll say like you can't eat this with this prescription, mm-hmm. or you can't go in the sun. So this would probably fall along the same range. Mm-hmm. So yes, if you do, make sure you go see the doctor first, and
1: yes, that definitely. And I. Uh, as well as going through the health health history, I do look at a patient. Mm-hmm. A patient, listening. <laughs> the turn nurse off the sprain. Okay, <laughs> it's so hard. It's like ingrained. You know, it's twenty years. Anyways, um, the client. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to actually look. I'm going to look up their medications. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a couple resources where I can kind of cross reference. I've got some really good software that was created by aromatherapists that does. Um, help with all those safety oh, issues. Nice. And um, I'm looking at those things. I'm looking at their lifestyle because obviously I don't want to blend for them in a way like, it, I'm not going to blend you a, a, a body blend in oil if you don't like the feeling of oil on your body, or if you don't take baths, I'm not going to make you a bath <laughs> bed, you know, I'm going to blend for the the method that's going to suit you best. Mm-hmm. My number one thing, though, is the personal diffusers. So it's the little, like, compare it to, like, the Vicks, Vicks, inhalers. The Vicks inhalers of childhood. Um, and it's basically for your pocket or purse. Mm-hmm. There's a little cotton wick that would go inside here with the blend on it. And the reason I really feel like everybody needs one of these is because most people see me for stress. Yeah. In anxiety and things like that. And the direct inhalation is sort of one of the quickest, most direct ways to get it working for you. Um, so I'm looking at, I'm kind of steering in that direction. Yeah. Usually first, I like to do an inhalation blend and, um, and uh, but I can also create synergy blends that can go in a diffuser. If somebody likes to use one of the ultrasonic diffusers with the water, um, I'm, selecting the oils that I think would suit them best, mm-hmm. but then they're going to also um, experience them. I'm going to let them test them, That's put right. a little drop on you know, a test strip. It's like a little paper strip yeah. and have them see what their reaction is because the whole point is you're not going to use it if you don't like
0: oh. how it smells. You have to love it. And some of them I found at that workshop that, I thought for sure I would have loved them. And it was like, oh, that just does not smell nice. Mm -hmm. And it was the first time that I ever even knew that you could mix Mm -hmm. oils. I had no idea. I thought it was a one and done type thing. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. I think there's three or four. I think you have four in there. We did this what a month ago? A little more than a month it was ago. January. Yeah, a couple, yeah, January, and it's the it's mid February now, and I have it sitting on my knee, and I can smell it up here. Mm-hmm. You, you don't even need to put it in a plug-in diffuser, right? And that's this why those are great amazing. because yes, you could
1: uncap it. You could sit it at your desk while you're, you're and not. Lasts a long time. Yeah, and you're not bothering anybody else. No, it's just you know for you. Yeah. Mhm. So with the client I'm I'm looking at all these things. They have to love how it smells. Um, we, you know, create the blend mm-hmm. based on how they would like to use it or, and then it's just a protocol that I give and then following up to
0: see how they're doing. Now and that's basically it. What can essential oils help with. I know stress, anxiety are mm. usually the most common ones. I'm now finding out with seizures they can help so that the symptoms aren't as bad. Mm-hmm. It does not stop them from doing it. You mm-hmm. still have to go to the doctor, but is there any other conditions or ailments that it can mm-hmm. you know, help assist regular medication with? A certified aromatherapist, we are not able to specifically treat
1: you know, Mm -hmm. a diagnosed condition. Yes. Okay. So what is going on with you? And then what does that look like for you in terms of things that you're experiencing on a daily basis? Mm -hmm. So you might have, you know, X diagnosis, but what does that look like? Do you have muscle pain? Are you fatigued? Are you, you know, feeling like a low mood?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Aromatherapy acts on, it can act on any part of the physical or emotional body. Um, They work with your nervous system to bring you back into that state of homeostasis or that resting state where you can heal yourself, basically. Oh, that's nice. Yes. So the things that I see the most of are stress, anxiety, Mm -hmm. sleep, and pain. So, I mean, those are all kind of interconnected. So they can help with some pain management? Absolutely. And I can attest to that, you know, personally, you know, I use arthritis. mm -hmm. Okay. I've got a, one of my longtime clients is, you know, has osteoarthritis. Um, I'm treating actually a young person Mm -hmm. who's diagnosed with juvenile arthritis, but you're kind of, you're, you're kind of working towards addressing the, I guess the symptoms or the, how it's manifesting rather than trying to like cure or eliminate something.
0: Just trying to help. Correct. Now, for something like arthritis, that obviously wouldn't be a personal diffuser. Is that like a balm or a lotion then? Right. So there's different topical
1: applications. Um, Something like if you had pain... Like acute pain, mm-hmm. you put it in like a carrier oil that would be very quickly, uh, or like a carrier substance, let's say an oil or a lotion, something that's like absorbed a little bit quicker. Um, if it was something I wanted to have more of like a slow release, I'd put it in a heavier um, base, like the balm, like the okay. calm balm. There can you can also put it in the bath. Like if you had an um, Epsom salts and then adding in carrot oil and essential oils to a bath. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you can basically Put incorporate essential oils into your routine in, in you know, really unlimited yeah. ways.
0: Can you ingest them? You... <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> I have it's no like, idea.
1: It's like a taboo topic for me. Well, not even taboo because it's it's all over the place and everybody's kind of talking about it. So in my program, we were not, I was not educated in internal or oral, um, administration. Mm -hmm. There are advanced, um, programs that do teach that. Okay. But it is, it's a very advanced, um, modality. It's, it's in its like own category. Like, I guess it would be like different levels of aromatherapy training. It would be like the, the, the highest. the highest that you could really go um the reason like i just try to shy away from it is again they are chemicals yeah. they're plant medicine but they're chemicals and they're so potent they're exponentially more potent than the plant material that they come from mm-hmm. and if you the visualization i like to kind of give is if a drop of lemon can pop, like you could literally pop a balloon or break a rubber band, but then you're going to put that in your water and drink it. Yeah, I don't, I just don't recommend it besides the fact that they, you can't really incorporate it into, you know, water to drink it. I yeah. mean, it's just a topic I really honestly like can't really speak on because well,
0: good.
1: I can't endorse it because I
0: don't know enough about it. I don't know if it would be something I would want to try. I mm-hmm. I'd rather the slow and steady route myself. Mm-hmm. The topicals or the inhalers are they safe for pregnant women? For children mm-hmm. as well? So, yep, yeah, um, you can utilize aromatherapy
1: with you know young and old, mm-hmm. and but the whole where you have to really be careful is when you're using them for topical application. Dilution rates need to be very low when you're working with children. Mm -hmm. Babies, you wouldn't use aromatherapy pretty much at all below the age of three months. Um, There's only, there's a very, very few um, essential oils that are safe for infants. Um, uh, Once, you know, the child is getting a little bit older, you can kind of branch out a little bit, but you have to keep your dilutions very low. When you're uh, diffusing, like the, the home diffusers mm-hmm. you know they've got these settings that are like you can run it for one two or six hours but really you're only supposed to diffuse for 15 to 30 minutes
0: i don't know why they make it i know that you, you can have it <laughs> on before the whole day. before i knew better i mean i was i was mm-hmm. blasting the thing it was like yeah all day long too much is not always a good thing mm-hmm. i usually have on my lava rocks and mm-hmm. bracelet you sniff that too much, or if it's too strong, you're going to get a headache. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine having it for six hours in mm-hmm. your house. So you got to be, you got to watch
1: and be careful that you're not like overexposing yourself. But as long as you're doing it intermittently, like, mm. yeah, you can do it dirt like all day long, but it just needs to be on for a little bit, but then and off for a, a while. <laughs> and, um, So for children, yeah, for children, topical application needs to be very low dilution rates. And same with anyone who's compromised, Mm -hmm. elderly, like a healthy adult, there's, you can, you know, use dilutions upwards of 20% in certain situations. But that's, you know, under the super, not supervision, but under, you know, the the... I do, I would caution people, you know, they're everywhere. Like essentials are everywhere Mm -hmm. on social media. You can see like there's there, you know, make this blend. And it's like 20 drops of this, 20 drops of that, 20 in a a 10 milliliter container. And I mean, that would just like make me crazy because Mm -hmm. they're very potent and you don't, it's almost like a less, less is more or low and slow is kind of, the approach that you should take.
0: Oh yeah, and then yes,
1: of course, you can always increase later, but they're they're very effective in low
0: concentrations. Is yeah. my point. More is not always better. Correct. Now, people like me that are just learning about aromatherapy and are just getting my feet wet, if they're at home, is there any books or sites that you would suggest that they could uh, look into to see if it's something that they want to try, or mm-hmm. should they just come to you? Do you have information on a website? or? So, I don't have a ton of education on mm-hmm. my website yet,
1: um, but some school, like there's a school called School of Accenture. Um, they are out of Canada. They've got some great guides and dilution charts and things on their, mm-hmm. um, on Just, their social media. And the only
0: reason I say that is because like you said, you, you have the teenagers, you have the young adults that are watching the TikToks and the YouTube videos, and they're seeing the 20 drops of this and 20 drops mm-hmm. of that. Before they follow that, maybe they should Yes. Just have a little bit of information yes. before they start spending a ton of money and ending up making blends that are either going to give them headaches or mm. they're not going to like the smell of. Correct.
1: Yeah. And I mean, it could be in my future that I'm going to develop, but, you know, more of a safety workshop. But any, if you were to go online and look for any school that's accredited with, you know, the CFA, like the Canadian Federation of Aromatherapists or NAHA, um, they, most of those schools do have on their websites basic free education, Mm -hmm. just giving you the basics, safety information. So I really urge people, if you, if you love essentials and you're, you're really into using them and you love them and you want to incorporate them into your, you know, daily
0: life, just take the time to look at that stuff. Yeah. That's perfect. Now, if anybody wants to get a hold of you, how can we find you? So uh,
1: my website is bespokearomatherapy.ca. All my information uh, about my consultations. I've got some blogs on there. I've got a calendar of events that's going to show like where I'm popping up here and there and... She's (laughs) all over the (laughs)
0: Windsor-Essex County area doing various... (laughs) I know, I I did the first one, which was the mind, and I do want to do the next one, which is body. I just got to find when your next one is that I'm available for, Mm -hmm. because I definitely want to try that one out.
1: So there's going to be a lot of different workshops happening, so I'm going to keep the calendar posted, and then you can find me on Instagram, at Bespoke Aromatherapy, same as on Facebook, but I'm not as active on Mm -hmm. Facebook. And, yeah, you can just...
0: All my contact information is there. Just send me a message anytime. And, again, as I said, Bespoke is available in the New Earth Wellness Center. Yes. So
1: on Thursdays, I am there inside New Earth on Les Bronts Road in Tecumseh. Um, they very kindly invited me to be in there with them. So uh, on Thursdays, I'm there for most of the day, sometimes till 7 p.m. If you want to come and see me there, because I live in Amherstburg. So I'm trying to be on kind of opposite ends of the county and I could be expanding, you know, in the future to another location.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Laura, thank you so much for being on my podcast. Oh my today. gosh, thank you so much. I'm so honored that you asked me. Oh, I'm really enjoying my uh, diffuser and learning more about aromatherapy. I did get a book there that mm-hmm. Terra Green Gardens. When I was there for the workshop, they also sell some books, and you picked out one of one of the books, and I've been reading it and. There's just so much information. So definitely give Laura a call so that you're not lost like I was. Mm -hmm. And I want to say thank you all for listening to me, Tracy Martins, and join me next time at YQG and Bloom. Have a great day.